The Holy Gospel according to John, the 13th chapter. Now before the festival of Passover, Jesus knew that his hour had come to depart from this world and go to the Father. Having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. The devil had already put it into the heart of Judas, son of Simon Iscariot, to betray him. And during supper, Jesus, knowing that the Father had given all things into his hands, and that he had come from God and was going to God, got up from the table took off his outer robe, and tied a towel around himself. Then he poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe them with the towel that was tied around him. He came to Simon Peter, who said to him, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? Jesus answered, You do not know now what I am doing, but later you will understand. Peter said to him, You will never wash my feet, Jesus answered, Unless I wash you, you have no share with me. Simon Peter said to him, Lord, not my feet only, but also my hands and my head. Jesus said to him, One who is bathed does not need to wash except for the feet, but is entirely clean. And you are clean, though not all of you. For he knew who was to betray him. For this reason he said, Not all of you are clean. After he had washed their feet and put on his robe and had returned to the table, he said to them, Do you know what I have done to you? You call me teacher and Lord, and you are right, for that is what I am. So if I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. For I have set you an example, that you also should do as I have done to you. Very truly I tell you, servants are not greater than their master, nor are messengers greater than the one who sent them. If you know these things, you are blessed if you do them. Now the Son of Man has been glorified, and God has been glorified in him. If God has been glorified in him, God will also glorify him in himself and will glorify him at once. Little children, I am with you only a little longer. You'll look for me. And as I said to the Jews, so now I say to you, Where I am going, you cannot come. I give you a new commandment, that you love one another. Just as I have loved you, you also should love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples, if you have loved one another. The Gospel of the Lord. Dear friends in Christ, grace and peace to you from Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Biblical and historical scholars have long believed that Jesus died at the age of 33. After roughly 12,000 days, the Gospel writers of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John devoted most of their work to just around 1,100 of those days, the last three years of his life, or the last 26,280 hours of his life. So after three years of teaching and preaching and healing, after three years of seeking to bring light 
to the darkness of the world, we encounter Jesus tonight as he begins the final hours of his life on earth. Jesus is with his friends, with the disciples, sharing a meal together when silence falls. Jesus gets up from the table, takes off his outer robe, and ties a towel around himself. He pours water into a basin and begins to wash the feet of the disciples and wipe them with the towel that was tied around him. After he had washed their feet and put on his robe and had returned to the table, he breaks the deafening silence in the room and says to them, Do you know what I have done for you? You call me teacher and Lord, and you are right, for that is what I am. So if I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. For I have set you an example that you should also do as I have done to you. Very truly I tell you, Servants are not greater than their master, nor are messengers greater than the one who sent them. If you know these things, you are blessed if you do them. This is my new commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. As Jesus approaches the cross, we come to this beautiful, moving, and powerful part of Scripture. Jesus performs the very act and duty of a slave. He washes the feet of his disciples. The very act is humbling himself to those around him. And they certainly would have been caught off guard, leaving them all bewildered. You just don't lower yourself to the lowest of the low, and yet he did. Just as he had done throughout his earthly ministry. This 33-year-old man was just hours away from being horrifically tortured and crucified by Roman soldiers And with the weight of that bearing on his shoulders, this is how he chose to conclude his life on earth. By once again teaching. By setting an example. In that moment, he shows his disciples, and 2,000 years later, he shows you and me that the greatness of God And of God's kingdom is not found in any one individual. But rather it is found in loving and serving others. When the image of the wash basin and towel comes into focus on this day. I can't help but wonder how do we hear this story 2,000 years later. I mean let's be honest. When was the last time you knelt and washed the feet of another person? When did you last wash the feet of a visitor who came into your home? The only feet washed by another in my house are usually four dirty paws. (laughs) 
Over the years on this Thursday night, churches around the world have reenacted the practice of foot washing, and they will do it again tonight. But in many ways, the modern reenactment misses the point, at least to some degree. Now bear with me. In my experience, it seems those who participate in the foot washing ceremony typically wash their feet beforehand. A sort of pre-wash before they come to have them washed during the service. This premeditated act avoids the reality of all the dirt gathered along the way. And as a result, it presents a false perception and narrative of life. But in the first century world, People came just as they were, with sore, dusty, and dirty feet that actually needed to be washed. Having your feet washed after traveling by foot was just second nature back then. And imagine how good it must have felt along the day's journey. I can tell you from personal experience that one of the most welcome and soothing sights for me when backpacking is a cold mountain stream where I can free my tired and dirty and sore feet from the confines of my hiking boots and socks and just let them soak in the water. Oh, how good it feels. There's no way around it. Foot washing can be uncomfortable. It can be messy. But when Jesus gets up from the table, kneels and washes the feet of his disciples, the messy suddenly becomes sacred. And the human act of washing another's feet suddenly becomes hauntingly holy. In the sacredness of Jesus' act, we see that it is more about humility and service than it is about the literal foot washing. No servant is greater than his master, he tells us. So how do you hear the story today? Do we actually hear it or do we simply dismiss it because we don't have a wash basin and towel ready and waiting for whoever walks into our house? How is this story relevant to you and me today? Is there such a thing as modern foot washing where like Jesus, we can wash the feet of those around us with humility, love, compassion, kindness, and care. I think there is. We kneel and wash the feet of those around us when we live out our faith in our everyday lives, in the things we think, say, and do, when we rejoice with those who rejoice and mourn with those who mourn. We kneel and wash the feet of those around us when we give voice to those who have been marginalized, victimized, silenced, and ignored. 
We kneel and wash the feet of those around us when we comfort those who are hurting, who are ill, who are nearing the end of life, who are grieving and who are alone. We kneel and wash the feet of those around us when we walk with those who are depressed, addicted, weak, vulnerable, powerless, afraid, and lost. We kneel and wash the feet of those around us when we truly see those who are homeless and hungry providing them with food, clothing, and shelter. We kneel and wash the feet of those around us when we humbly love and serve one another, caring for all of God's creation. People of God, let us remember tonight, in a basin filled with water and in the bread and wine, our most high and holy calling to love one another, to be community to those who are alone, searching, hungry, or hurting, to give courage to those who are afraid, and to be a blessing to those who long for hope and healing. And when we do this, we wash away the dirt and despair of life and replace it with hope, love, and promise of Christ Jesus. As Jesus told us on that first Monday Thursday, very truly I tell you, servants are not greater than their master, nor are messengers greater than the one who sent them. If you know these things, you are blessed if you do them. So just as I have loved you, love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. So how do we do this? Perhaps a good place to start is simply to grab your towel, fill up your basin, and start washing. Let it be so. Amen.